Welcome back to the NBA House of Takes NBA show. I'm Dave Dubois. On today's show, we're going to get into my NBA power rankings. I'll give you my top 10 teams in the association. But we begin tonight asking the very important question. What is in Tyrese Halliburton's case? Uh, Check out this case and this outfit. Uh, This is what Tyrese wore to the arena last night. I mean, why, Tyrese, do you need to bring a case like this that's weavy or wavy to an NBA game? Do you you have a secret uh, Gatorade powder formula (laughs) sitting in your case? What? What is in that case? I've got to know. All right. Um, so on to our National Basketball Association power rankings. Uh, my top 10 teams. I'm going to rattle them off and then we're going to get into some detail after. Um, and for those Bucks fans out there, look, I am not convinced you deserve to be moved up yet after what you've done so far. Sure, you beat the charlotte hornets and yes you play the charlotte hornets again tonight Uh, if you can take down the bulls and the clippers later in the week then uh, only then will i move the milwaukee bucks up into my power rankings more on that in a bit but here's the top 10 for you celtics nuggets thunder clippers timberwolves Cavs. Bucks, Heat, Suns, and maybe one of my favorite teams in the NBA right now, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, There you go. It's my top 10 teams in the association. All right, let's start at the top. Now, Celtics have won um, nine games in a row. Clearly the best team in, clearly the best team in the NBA today. Nuggets not far behind. Remember, if the playoffs were to start today, Denver would be right there with the Celtics. I love what the Denver Nuggets have been doing. Look what they did to the Sacramento Kings last night at home. Jokic is just absolutely phenomenal, and so is a healthy Jamal Murray. The OKC Thunder, I I just have to give a lot of respect to this team because Shea Gillis, has just been absolutely fantastic. 31-6-6 and six is the stat line for Shea Gillis so far this season. And if you were to look at his stat line over the last two months, those uh, that average, that scoring average, would actually be closer to 36 points. Shea Gillis has been absolutely fantastic, putting a team on his shoulders like the Thunder, having them sitting right there at the top of the Western Conference with the Minnesota Timberwolves is a fantastic job done by the Oklahoma City Thunder management, coaching staff, and players. At this point, they are extremely dangerous if the playoffs were to start today. Clippers, as you all know, I've been calling this for quite some time. Clippers are an extraordinarily dangerous team Uh, The question will be uh, entire roster health. Uh, Like last night, they ended up losing to the Clippers. or Sorry, they ended up losing to the Lakers. um, And Paul George and Zubac didn't play. 
entire roster health is what the Clippers need to have uh, in order to go all the way this particular year. My Minnesota Timberwolves, I've dropped them all the way down to number five. And one of the reasons for that drop is their droughts in scoring. Look, I absolutely love uh, Anthony Edwards, and I absolutely love Carl Anthony Towns, and I think Rudy Gobert has been a nice addition to this team. Chris Finch has done a wonderful job working on matchups for most games. He's usually able to take advantage of matchups. It is good coaching. It's what Eric Spolstra does in Miami. It's what Tom Thibodeau does in New York if he has the right pieces in place. But at the end of the day, Anthony Edwards, as much as I love Anthony Edwards, as much as I love the Ant-Man, is very similar to like a monsoon in Phoenix. You know, it rains really heavily for about five minutes and then goes away and then the sun shines brightly on the ground. Anthony Edwards uh, is a streaky scorer. He can go away for two and a half quarters and show up during the last quarter and just drop uh, 15 to 20 points in a quarter. A huge advantage for the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's also a disadvantage for the Timberwolves offense because the T-Wolves offense will occasionally just go into a, a funk. And when they go into that funk, they end up scoring like 10 to 15 points in a quarter. You just can't have that happen during the playoffs. Consistency will matter for the Timberwolves. That's why I have them at number five. Cavs in at number six. Um, clearly, uh, a healthy roster is an interesting thing for this Cleveland Cavaliers team. The Donovan Mitchell doesn't want to be there anymore. Talk has continued. Look, I don't know what's going to happen in the offseason with this Cavaliers roster. But what I can tell you is they are absolutely loaded. The Cavs certainly could go on a run in the playoffs this year. And I talked about the Bucs, who I have at number seven. I, it is amazing to me how many of the other sports shows out there have looked at what the Milwaukee Bucks did during their first three games since the All-Star game and then immediately jumped back on the Bucks bandwagon. The Bucks took down the Timberwolves in a very closely contested game. It was a game in which, once again, the Minnesota Timberwolves had, I think they scored only 13 points in the third quarter, and they made a historic uh, comeback that wasn't historic because they didn't end up winning. But my point is uh, pretty simple. The Bucks took down the Timberwolves in Minnesota. I'll give you some credit for that. Then they went to Philadelphia and played a depleted Philadelphia 76er team and beat them by 23 points. Then they came home and just destroyed, just flat out destroyed the Charlotte Hornets. All right, two of those games don't mean anything to me. To move them all the way up in your power rankings, all the way to number three, is absolutely ridiculous at this point. They have to prove and show us more with Doc Rivers as their head coach. Now, they play the Hornets tonight in Charlotte. Um, I will give you no credit for that win if you pull it off, Doc Rivers. However, if Doc Rivers is able to go into Chicago 
and then able to come home and take down the Los Angeles Clippers, then I will consider moving them up my particular power rankings. All right. Um, in at number eight uh, is the Miami Heat. During the last 10 games, the Heat have won eight games. By the way, Jimmy Butler has not played in every game that the Heat have won during that stretch. Eric Spolstra, as we all know, is probably one of the top three coaches in the NBA. Like Chris Finch, Eric Spolstra is very good at understanding matchup advantages, which is something he has done and which is why the Miami Heat went so deep in the playoffs last year. You give Spolstra enough pieces and he'll find a way to make that puzzle work. The Miami Heat are extremely dangerous for anybody outside of the Celtics in the NBA playoffs this season. And finally, I've got Kevin Durant and the Phoenix Suns in at number nine. I know KD's taken a lot of heat. He takes a lot of heat around the word leadership. I think a lot of people talk about the word leadership and don't understand exactly what that means. I, I think KD, at least on the court, is an, a fantastic leader. I think KD off the court is probably a really good leader as well. I know KD in his other businesses has absolutely been very successful. KD is a good leader. I think uh, our definition of leader uh, is not... Uh, appropriately defined when we come to leadership and the actual NBA. In at number 10 is one of the most dangerous teams in basketball, assuming everybody's healthy, and that is the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving. And when you look at their additions during the trading deadline, uh, trading for Daniel Gafford and PJ Washington, that now affords the uh, Dallas Mavericks to also play big ball, which means they no longer just have to play small ball, which makes this um, Dallas Mavericks team in a seven-game series extremely dangerous. We know Luka is great. 34-9-9, uh, nine and nine, if he finishes the season out at 34-9-9, nine and nine, Luka will be the only person in the history of the NBA to actually accomplish that feat. I absolutely love what the Dallas Mavericks have at least put together to give the Dallas Mavericks a fighting shot at a NBA title this year. All right, uh, that is it. There you go, North America. My top 10 games or my top 10 teams uh, power ranked for your NBA association at the end of February. All right, um, a couple quick things. New to the um, uh, 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 House of Takes is our NBA show podcast. We just released it last week. You can find it across all of the major channels uh, or platforms out there. So uh, go ahead and download that when you have a chance. For our House of Takes channel on YouTube, uh, it has been growing very nicely. We're close, closing in on 1,200 subscribers. So I want to thank everybody for all your support out there. 
Um, and uh, of course, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe and like this video for the House of Takes NBA show. <laughs> Seriously, the Bucks are so overrated. I'm Gabe Dubois, wishing you all a tremendous rest of your sports viewing day. You've been listening to the House of Takes NBA show with Dave Daba, presented by Stealth.ltd.